Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. My name is Peyton, and here we talk about Jesus and together walk through the highs and lows of living a life for God. You guys, I get so pumped for Wednesdays now. Like, podcast days are the best days. And I'm so happy that all of you guys have been enjoying this podcast and just listening, and the feedback I've gotten is just absolutely amazing. And I just know God is working through this podcast. And today we are talking about prayer intentionality of prayer and how to pray bold and powerful prayers. This once again was a topic I could not shake from my mind, so I know that God knew that one of you listening right now needed to hear this. So before we start, a little way to help us out over here at Higher Battle is if you guys are listening on Spotify, go ahead and give us a follow. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a review. It lets us know what you guys like and also helps other people find us as well. Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of prayer is how much we throw the word around, but we don't mean it. I'm talking about when you tell somebody you'll pray for them or you ask someone if they have prayer requests and then you never actually pray for them. I know I definitely do this. I'm definitely guilty of this and it's kind of sad. I mean, why? You know, it's almost become one of those things of like you see a friend that you haven't seen in a while and you're like, oh, we should go grab coffee sometime and then you never do it. It's kind of become a normal thing where you're like, I'll pray for you and then you never do. And I know I'm probably, some of you are probably great with this and you pray for them. I have prayed for people when I tell them I pray for them, but it's not all the time. And it's either you forget or your prayers are filled with your own issues that someone else's needs don't really come up. You don't really remember them. You don't really think of them. I think there needs to be a bigger urgency, more intentionality to prayer. It's funny because this week I was reflecting on my own prayer life And a video from one of my TikTok friends, Christian Patterson, popped up. And you guys, there are some incredible people of faith on TikTok. I've met a lot of amazing people through TikTok. And they just have so much power and passion for sharing God's word. So I highly recommend you guys to go check out some of them if you haven't. TikTok has become a great platform for many people to preach and share sermons and share God's word, which is great to see. But anyway... Christian posted a video about prayer warriors praying bold and powerful prayers in the name of Jesus with an agenda to bring spiritual warfare on the enemies all around us. Now, I liked this. Sometimes I feel like my prayers have no purpose. Like, sometimes I think, like, before bed is when I pray the most. And I'll do the normal spiel of like, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all of these things. And then I'll go on and pray. And most nights, my prayer is exactly the same as the last and the one before that. And sometimes I kind of feel that I'm not even willing to talk to God, that I don't even want to talk to God. And I'm just saying a prayer that I've memorized over the week. And this this kind of almost made me sad. I really just felt some conviction there. And... I just really like reflected hardcore on this this week of like, how often are my prayers just like, ah, God, here you go. I need to talk to you today. And that's it. A lot. I know for me, it's a lot. And I was like, okay, God, I see you. You've been getting tired of my mundane, dull, repeated prayers. 
I feel like God was calling me out when I saw this video. But okay, first of all, I think I need to correct something. God never gets tired of your prayers. No matter how boring they are, no matter how many times you say the same exact prayer, God never gets tired of that. But I've just been reflecting on how much mine has been like lacking the intentionality of that conversation with God. And we are called to pray for others, obviously. We're called to pray with intent to get down on our knees, completely surrendered in prayer. And like prayer looks different for everyone. So some of you might get on your knees, some of you might close your eyes, some of you might not. But pouring all we have out to our Lord and Savior. Like, don't you think God deserves that at least? Like if you never spend time with him the entire week, don't you think he at least deserves some praises, some thank yous, just some really intentional time with him in prayer? He does. He obviously deserves so much more than that. And how often does your prayer have that kind of posture? And and if your prayer looks nothing like this, I'm not going to say your prayer style is wrong. I just want you to kind of question your intentionality of your prayer. I know for me, my prayers almost never look like this. My prayers are very routine, going through the motion, no feelings. I think sometimes I pray and then I'm like, eh, I'll probably just have to figure this out myself. Like how, like that's sad. (laughs) I wonder what God thinks when I say this. And I think that's also why he's called me to reflect on this this week and to talk about this with you guys because maybe you guys are feeling the same thing. Like are you losing your hope in God and answering your prayers? And I really don't think God ever leaves prayers unanswered. I just don't think we're always seeking for the answer. But I want to be excited to pray you guys. I want so many things to tell God that my prayers could even last like an hour. I want to be so excited, so intentional. Like, I want to be so excited and pumped to pray throughout the entire day. And then if I have my prayer before bed, it is just filled to the brim with just all this these things I'm I want to talk to God about, leaving nothing out. And once again, I'm not trying to tell you guys how your prayer should look, but I know I need a prayer makeover. Has anyone ever said that? That's kind of interesting. We need, you guys need prayer makeovers because I do. <laughs> Quite often, now that I think about it, my prayers are very me, me, me. Very me focused, very me driven. If I do pray about someone else, it's very short to the point and I'm kind of like, God, please help them. Please guide them. Like there's no like detail. There's no emotion, feeling, hope for that other person, which, oof kind of, I don't like how that sounds, like, at all. I will do it sometimes, but a lot of times it's just all about me. Or I thank God, but it lacks actual gratitude. That's interesting right there. Are you saying thank you to God, but lacking gratitude? Is your heart not even thankful, but your mouth is saying you are? That's kind of interesting to reflect on. Am I saying thank you, God, without actually meaning it? Am I taking so many things the Lord has done for me that he can so easily take away for granted. I know, first of all, 2020 has really made me realize how many things I do take for granted. Are you guys doing this? Have you noticed yourself becoming numb in your prayers? Jesus, obviously, a perfect example, a perfect example of everything, everything good and great, we know this, was so good at praying for others. 
He was just so good at praying, you know? Heartfelt, extremely intentional prayers. We see his prayer for his disciples in John 17. He prays not only for himself, but he prays for his disciples. And then he goes on to pray for all believers. So he's just covering it all, you guys. He's got a widespread of prayer for just everyone, which is really great. And so I'm just going to read John 17 for us so we can kind of just get a feeling of what Jesus's prayer felt like if you've never read this and just kind of Jesus's posture as he prays. So we are in John 17. Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you, since you gave him authority over all flesh so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, Glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. So then in verse 6, he goes on to pray for his disciples. I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you because I have given them the words you gave me. They have received them and they have known for certain that I come from you. They have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me because they are yours. Everything I have is yours and everything you have is mine and I am glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world and I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by your name that you have given me so, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I was protecting them by your name. That you have given me, I guarded them, and not one of them is lost, except the son of destruction, so that the scripture may be fulfilled. Now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy completed in them. I have given them your word. The world hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. I sanctify myself for them so that they also have been sanctified by the truth. So then, to end out this chapter, Jesus prays for all believers. I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me, so that they may be made completely one, that the world may know you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they will see my glory which you have given me, because you loved me before the world's foundation. Righteous Father, the world has not known you. However, I have known you, and they have known that you sent me. I made your name known to them, and will continue to make it known. So the love that you have loved me with may be in them, and I may be in them. Wow. See, so Jesus went into a lot of detail. He really clarified and I just really love this. It's almost like he's like, God, keep listening. He's like, I pray for them. 
I'm not praying for the world, but for those who have given, you have given me. And then he goes on to say, I pray not only for these, but I also pray for those who believe in me through their word. So, I just love that. So, he's very specific. It's not all about him, even though it could be it's Jesus. Like, he could be a little selfish just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, he's very specific, very intentional. It's very heartfelt. He's not just like, hi, God, um, protect the disciples. Yeah, that's all. Probably that'll be good. I just, I kind of just like that. So he prayed for himself that his father would be glorified. He prayed for his disciples and he is very intentional, very specific. He directs his prayers. Jesus directs his prayers. Are you directing your prayers? Or are you just like letting words float around and you don't really care if God hears them or not? Yeah. Because I think I do that sometimes. He also clarifies his requests. And this isn't a short prayer. This wasn't rehearsed beforehand. We can tell that this is just God speaking. This is, we can tell that this is just Jesus speaking from his heart. He didn't rehearse this before. He didn't plan this out before. This hasn't been something he's prayed like a million times every single day. Like, this is a new prayer. This is a new conversation with God. I know praying can be a real fear. I know quite a few people actually that hate praying in groups and may even feel uncomfortable praying by themselves. The reality is it shouldn't be scary. It should be such an intimate and wonderful conversation with the Lord, your father, your friend. Yes, God needs to be held up for his might and power, but he should also be viewed as someone who can hold us. Meet us where we are and wipe our tears. Another important thing to remember is we don't have to use fancy words for God to understand us or to make our prayers more special. God hears every prayer, no matter how often you say it or, how, or what fancy words you use. Your prayer can be short or it can be super long. I honestly think God doesn't really care as long as you're talking to him. God just waits around all day for you to talk to him, all day for you to pray. I sometimes will just be randomly in my car and being like, hey God, uh, yeah, that just happened. What's popping? Yeah. I mean, you could just have completely normal conversations. People driving around, you might think you're insane, but you know, you know you're not insane and you're talking to your father and it's a great old time and it's good for the soul, okay? I've had a lot of car therapies just talking to Jesus, even crying by myself talking to Jesus. So yeah, you won't be the only one, just so you know. It's also important to talk about the answers or maybe no answers you hear back when you pray. But you see, all of the times you don't hear the answer to your prayer, it might be because God is having a conversation with you, but you haven't picked up the phone to listen. You haven't read his word or spent time with him. All you really did is pray and then you hung up the phone. So how are you going to hear his answer? How, how are you going to know where he's calling you? What direction? What door he's telling you to take? If you're not doing anything else but just talking and then hanging up the phone. Are you even listening at all? Are you even trying to listen? Read scripture. Pray over the scripture. A lot of times if I don't know what to pray about 
or I want my prayer to be more God-led because I'm just not, I just don't know what to talk about or I just haven't heard my answer to my prayers or maybe I have but I, I just can't understand like where he's leading or what he's even saying, I will ask God to lead me through his word. I seek to get to know God more so that I can understand the way he communicates with me. So I can understand the way he's communicating with me better so then I can recognize and know his answers to my prayers or just how he's talking to me throughout the day. Pray and look for the answers. Seek the answers. Don't just pray and leave it at that. You ask God for wisdom or guidance, now actively listen to how he is answering. It's really an active waiting. And I, I'm sure some of you guys have heard this before, but you don't pray, do absolutely nothing, or take things into your own hands. There really is a prayer grace period, I guess you could call it. You have to pray and then seek that answer, seek that wisdom. I think God really likes to stretch us and he really likes to see us succeed for our character to grow and for us to want him, for us to want to know more, for us to want to know the answer. He's not just going to throw all the answers to life and everything you've ever asked just right into your lap without you doing absolutely anything. Like he wants you to learn more about him, grow that relationship with him. And I found that answers and guidance in general come a lot easier when I'm closest to him and closest to his word. The biggest thing I've learned is if God is silent, he is looking for you to really hear the answer. I really honestly don't think God is ever silent. Like ever. I think sometimes he's actually extremely loud, but our heads are down. Our head, we're so focused on this other thing. We're so focused on if this person answers us. We're so focused on that homework assignment we have to do. We're so focused on that job, that interview, like all these worldly things that we don't hear anything God is saying. We don't see how God is working in our life because our perspective has become so fine-tuned and so zoomed in on the world. I think God is muted by our busy minds and busy worlds. Guys, I think busyness is from the enemy. And I kind of think we talked about this in one of my other podcasts because I've heard by many people that busyness is just not good and it's a huge distraction against, like, your relationship with God. It's a huge distraction. But we're all busy, right? That's our number one excuse. So I think we mute God answers and we mute God's side of the conversation. So we feel like we're having a one-sided conversation, but really God is like yelling at us. God is trying to break through. He's trying to break through. He's trying to turn up the volume, but you, you guys, you're listening to something else. God's trying to turn up the volume of his wisdom and his relationship with you, but you're tuning into a completely different station, completely different radio station. (laughs) Let me tell you, I definitely do that some days. So what is really standing in the way of you improving your prayer life? What is that excuse? What is that thing on your to-do list that that comes before prayer? What is causing you to spend no time with him? Like, Like how I said, I will pray before I fall asleep. What is causing me to hang up the phone on God so quick. I'm like, thanks God for this. Hope you do this. Okay, bye. Like, why? (laughs) 
why can't I get into it? And then, oh, if I fall asleep, I fall asleep. Like, I, we need to make intentional time, and it is so hard, but so, so necessary for our survival, for our soul, and for everything in between. What is it going to take for us to ditch the mundane, going through the motion prayers, and really invite God into that space, having an intentional conversation with Him? What is it going to take for us to do that? Guys, I don't know. I... It sure is putting God at the top of your to-do list, that's for sure. I think it's just taking small acts starting now. So if you feel like you've just been nudged by listening to this, it is taking that small act. It is starting a new habit that involves God. It is inviting God into every single aspect and seeking that answer. Don't hang up on God. Keep that line open and listen. Turn down the volume of your life and turn up the volume of Jesus. Like, really, really listen. Alrighty, I'll leave you guys with that loveliness. Um, I just want to pray over each and every one of your beautiful souls and your beautiful hearts that you would just open up your hearts right now and we can lift some of this heaviness off of us and um, let's just invite Jesus into the space. So, dear God, hi. We love you. We thank you for this space. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the way that you're working in our hearts, working in our lives, and working through this podcast. I know that each and every one of these individuals who are listening right now have been brought by you, that they needed to hear this, that they needed this nudge to keep listening to you, to pick up the phone, to not hang up on you, to just really, really have that intentional time with you to invite you into that space for them to get rid of their mundane repeated rehearsed prayer life like you want a conversation with them you want them to pour their heart out to you you want to be the person that they can run to that you will wipe their tears that you will pick them back up i pray that they can just feel that that personally with you that they would strengthen their relationship with you that they would just feel such a fire and passion to spend time with you this week, to spend time in the Word, to seek your answers, and that um, they wouldn't let the world and their busy schedules get so loud, that you would find a way into their schedule, that you would be the number one thing in their schedule. And I pray that they find courage in this, that they wouldn't be just struck and down and worried that they aren't praying right, because all praying is, is talking to you, God. And I pray that you just help them through this this week. And we love you and we thank you for all the things you've blessed us with. And we pray that um, we just have a great rest of our week and that we glorify you in all we do. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Alrighty. You guys are fantastic. Love you guys. And I will see, I mean, uh, I will be with all of you guys again next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.